You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. The trade deadline has come and gone. Welcome to The Owen 60 Podcast. Along with Colin Ward, I'm Reese Dumaney and well, that was a fun week, wasn't it? That was a great week. Lots of picks going by, you know, a few players, but uh, you know, to me that felt like a pick-heavy trade deadline, especially yeah. with one deal, which we'll get into. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on social media. Like that's a long week. Yeah, it was. It I think was. that's the most I've ever checked my phone in a week. So, yeah, that was a yeah. lot. A lot of editing too on your side. Yeah. With Photoshop getting all the graphics done and probably had the laptop you know, forever and uh, just open it up. I, I just put it on the charger the whole time. I why would I take it off? Like it was yeah, just, that was it was, it was a busy time. Oh, man. Yeah. A lot happened. A lot going on that week. I like the trade deadline, there's always so much going on, but I feel like this was like the one with like the most rumors because so many teams were in it in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. So well, I feel like that's why there's a lot of moves. Well, I think it also has to do with the amount of traffic on Twitter. You know, with the OHL trade deadline, and yeah, you know, we're not here to call anyone out, but there's a lot of trash talking going on between a lot of people. Yeah, for which, sure. uh, you know, um, when who in, broke the trade first? Yeah. Who's a crap? When, when in doubt, just trade. look at the team. Like, when in doubt, just look at the team. Once they announce it, hey, yeah, it's announced. Yeah, like it was nice when you would text me. You would say, oh, this is, you know, this is the rumors. Um, this is what's going around. These guys are saying it's done, but it's not confirmed by the teams, which is helpful because I can get the graphics ready. I can yeah. get it started, you know, but um, eh, pay attention to the teams. Like, Yeah, just wait until the team releases it and then react. Can we stop trying to be Bob McKenzie's? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just that that just bugged me. I don't know yeah, why. It's, it's a big pet peeve of yours. It's the OH. These guys are teenagers. Yeah, for sure. They're just kids. I don't know. That that really bugged me. That that was my bug yeah. of the week. Just, I don't know. <laughs> All right. A lot of things went around. All right, let's actually get into the stuff into that the matters, fun and that's now. the trades. Um, so Colin did a fantastic job of putting down every team's acquisition and subtractions. I have a book. Out. Um, yeah, he's got a whole booklet. He should publish it. It's kind it's of 10 thick. pages. Oh, really? It's only 10? Oh, it seems thicker than that. You got the thick printer paper going. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Colin did a great job. So uh, we're pretty much going to look at every team's uh, deals. There were a couple teams that were really quiet. Um, Hamilton in particular. Kaliev Stan. Uh, Misak's coming to the Bulldogs. If you missed that, um, he officially ad. signed. So, That's a big uh, ad for them. You know, Hamilton might make some noise. I don't think they'll catch Oshawa. They've just been... I know it's only been two games, but they've been better with Tomasino. Yeah. Well, I so. was watching the game yesterday night in Peterborough, or in Oshawa against Peterborough. I think he'll be their captain next year. I think so, yeah. His presence is huge. I think so. I think so. he's your captain next year. When you look at him, like, the way he, like, conducts himself on the ice, mm-hmm. and by the sounds of it, he's great off the ice, too. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah so I think he's your captain next year. Yeah, well, there's a couple names you could put up there. Um Ty Tulio for one. Um, he's on the NHL Central Scouting list, by the way, um, which we talked about in the first um, episode about guys who got snubbed. You know, obviously Evangelista for yeah, Colin, but he's on. We um, had the he's on the roster now. Ty Tulio is not yeah, in the top prospect. And he's ranked fifty fourth. Yep. Yeah, I know. This I know. You think they? I know. It might be a little late because it's yeah. What you know? Same week as the top prospects games. You can't really wait for the mid draft rankings. Um, so for Ty Tulia, I mean, if someone gets injured on Wednesday in the Barry Owen sound game, but do they even have players in the top prospects game? That's a good question. I we'll think Barry might have a couple. Yeah. Um, well, they've made between a, the two teams. Um, I'd have to double check the list. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, maybe Ty Tulio gets on, maybe he doesn't, but, uh, yeah, the Oshawa generals, I don't know what it is with them. Two years in a row, they do the same thing. Uh, Studnika and Broussard to Niagara, Sajan and Matinen come in from Hamilton. They beat out the Ice Dogs and then get swept by Ottawa, but three te- two other teams got swept by uh, Ottawa that year too. Um, and then this year they get rid of Noel, who didn't really yeah. stand out this year to me. No, uh, I think he's know. been quiet, and I think Tomasino's a great ad to yeah. replace him. Yeah, so well, it's he a better their, replacement. Yeah, he is your future captain. Like, I didn't think Sajan and Matinen were a better replacement than Studnik and Broussard. Obviously, they were. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, Osh will be interesting down the stretch. I think we have the top four teams in the East pretty much decided. I don't want to say it's for sure, um, but Ottawa, Peterborough, Oshawa, and uh, and Sudbury look like they are probably going to separate themselves from the yeah. rest of the pack. You got Hamilton. Um, you got Niagara, who's in the eighth spot, who could drop because Kingston had a hot weekend, so... They might be on the rise. You never know. Zade Wisdom, uh, Shane Wright. Yeah, he's on the those groups. draft rankings, too. Yep. Zade yeah. Wisdom. Second greatest name in the league. Yeah. What's your first? Joe Ranger. Really? <laughs> Goalie for Missy. I, I like love that I like T-Bone Cod. Oh, man, Saginaw. that's a that's, good name, too. I like that one. That's our top three names. Yeah. We should do an all-name all team. In the summer, all number. Yep. From 100 to number one in the summer, leading into, like, Opening night of the yep. next season. I'm down. All, All right, right, that's our summer thing. We are already planning shows for <laughs> August. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so uh, where do you want to start, Colin? Want to start with Niagara? Yeah, sure. So, why not? They uh, probably made the most moves. Oh, Maybe not the most moves, but they acquired a lot, lot of picks and yeah. a goalie. Let's count because this is, you know, as you know, the greatest math show on the podcast world. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yes, Niagara is the second page. Sixteen. Sixteen picks the Niagara Ice Dogs acquired in huge. their few trades. That's a and lot. And first, they kinda had to do and that. And first of all, like I know people complaining another thing on Twitter about the Ice Dogs acquiring like twenty twenty four seconds. Well, first of all, you can't trade first round picks in the league. That's why they're yep. so late. Well, and a lot of people don't remember this. Niagara doesn't have a first round pick next year. Yeah, but they made that was taken play. away. They made up for it. They did. Yeah. And that, that's well, and that's what I'm saying is those 2024 second rounders and 2023 second rounders, they matter. Like, I don't care what anybody says. You, you look at the second rounders. They In 2022, oh, they only, only have one in 2022. Never mind. No, they have two. Two 2022 second round picks that they acquired. A, third, a couple thirds. Um, yeah, a couple thirds. In 2020, so this year, uh, good math, Reese. Um, they have one. Two, and th- this isn't including their own. Like they still have their, their own, own picks, yeah, second round is, pick, right? Yeah. So you you add one to all of these, and you just go down the list, and you see a lot of seconds, a lot of thirds, few fourths. There's they, an eighth round pick in there. The um, big thing is if they can get yeah, kids the eighth to commit. one is the highest. Yeah, if kids can commit to their uh, program there too, that's a huge deal for them. Well, you look at other markets where kids don't commit. You think of the Peterboroughs of the world, Mississauga, yeah. Sudbury, North Bay. I'm not saying kids don't want to go there, but in the past, it's kind of shown that they don't want to. You know, I think for them, it was big that Byfield was, you know, right away before the draft, they brought him in. They took a picture with him in the jersey. Like, that was huge for yeah, them, I think. And he basically committed once he got drafted. Like, exactly. it died pretty quick. Like, you can't rank these trades until these players come to fruition. And yeah. You know, you can more rank them with the 2020 and the 2021 picks where if Niagara makes a run in two, three years, those 2023 and 2024 picks won't be there. No, they're going to so. be traded. And that's what we were saying Thursday night there. Like, if they make trades, like, if they're a contender by 2023, those picks will be gone probably yeah. anyway. So, you wouldn't be surprised if Cam Butler's the uh I like the, the captain Butler. there too. So. Cam Butler's a great addition too. Great well, shot, big presence. Like, he. He's good all around. Like, obviously, going to have a little bit of issues there, but yep. once he builds on that and gets older, well, he's you really be a great player. You pointed something out when we were at the uh, at the game and our feature matchup. We'll break it all down uh, coming up later on in the show. But uh, on the power play, you know, and he was put right on the he's first on the line with Lodnia and Castleman. But uh, you pointed something out about him on the power play. Yeah, he was. I thought like they Niagara didn't use hit that side as much as they should have. I think like he had a lot of good looks, but maybe they're trying to ease him in, get used to the power new power play system there. But I just think like he's got such a great shot. Maybe if he backed off a little bit, maybe the defenseman up top will see him a little better, and then he can be able to go toward the net with getting the puck. So I just think that with him, if they get him in the power play more often, get him shooting the puck, they'll be fine. Well, he's that's a goal one score. He's got that, a great shot. Yeah, and he's six four. Yeah, you can even park him in front of the net, right? Yeah. So, um, and we were talking about this before we started, um, that being around the Ice Dogs for the last three years, their power play hasn't been good, whether that's coaching or the players haven't bought in or, you know, whatever the deal there was. But yeah, 
except the, you know, Robertson, Studnika, Kiel Thomas, and Tomasino. Like, that power play is going to be good. You don't need coaching for that. Yeah, they it's just when, get out there and you do know, your thing. When they needed a power play goal, they just didn't get one. So uh, maybe Cam Butler's the guy that uh, will come in, you know, whether he's a net front presence. He reminds me. Um, whether he's on the boards for the one-timer, making plays. Um, it's however Niagara decides to use him. His potential could be like an Anthony Maffa. Big power guy mm-hmm. that can shoot the puck. I can see him turning blossoming into a guy like Anthony Mantha for Detroit. Well, I think Niagara could use a guy like Anthony Mantha. For sure. Um, obviously, Akil Thomas, Phil Tomasino, coming close to that. Um, and I'm sure there'll be elite goal scorers in the NHL like Mantha is right now if he could stay healthy. But uh, that's a whole nother debate. Um, but other than Butler, we'll look into some of the other players that uh, that Niagara got from trades. Andrew McLean. Yeah, you like the goalie edition. Yeah, I really did. Um, and... You know, they lost 7-1 to Hamilton in that feature game, and he didn't look good. He really did. Well, I, I liked the trade at the time. Niagara looked and, great at the start of the game there. Yeah, it was they back and forth. You know, even yeah. Hamilton looked great. Uh, Kaliev was back. Um, Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi looked good. Logan Morrison obviously had a hat trick. Yeah. Um, but McLean, I just he didn't look comfortable in the net, and yeah, whether and that's just because, what was it, a day or two that he came over from Oshawa? That was a day right after. You um, yeah, that's tough. Just, and even even for Butler, too, right? That, yeah, was, that was the day before. So It's tough to get used to like the new team and stuff, especially as a goalie. You don't know, like, read your defenseman either, mm-hmm. right? So maybe uh, once he gets used to it, he'll be better. Yeah, oh, well, and they were much needed help. Well, they needed much help in goal, obviously. Tucker Tyne, and by the way, he will be back in Niagara within the yeah. next six to eight weeks. That's good news. Um, so that's good to hear. The Ice Dogs tweeted that out. Uh, well, I guess it was Thursday. on Thursday because yeah, we were in the office when uh, yeah. when uh, their owner, Bill Burke, uh, was telling Jordan Musa, the social media guru for the Ice Dogs, just to put it out. And uh, that's great news to hear if you're yeah, a hockey great. fan, an OHL fan. Um, yeah, obviously, every. the incident was... Uh, Hard to watch. It affected everybody. It affected fans, pl- fellow players, yep. everybody that watches hockey. It affected. Well, north and south of the border too, right? Because he is from Chicago, so yeah, you know, a lot of people in Chicago watching his games. Um, a lot of people in Michigan, Pennsylvania are huge OHL fans. So, um, it, and all of hockey really is trending on Instagram and Twitter for how yeah, long? For sure. So, um, that's good news to hear for uh, for Tucker Tynan. Uh, other players, David. Gucciardi? Yeah. I think that's right. Yep. Sorry, I apologize if that's wrong, but uh, that's just the rights to him. That's not actually no, um, him. He hasn't committed to the O yet, so um, maybe Niagara can convince him. I know there's a player that they drafted two years ago. Same draft as Leighton Moore, uh, Stephen Halliday. He's a second-round pick. Uh, they had full commitment from him, or word, not full commitment. They had his word that he was coming in. Well, he's not here yet, so you know how well that worked out. Possibly next year. Yeah, yeah. You never know with Niagara. Um, they need players. They need scoring. Yeah. They're only seven points up on Kingston. They just for, need to uh, find their identity here. Yeah, they do. We'll get to that in a bit. Get to that a little bit later. Um, we do have audio from Billy Burke, his uh, post-game scrum. Interesting. Um, so you'll one. hear from him. Yeah, it was uh, it was really interesting, especially the first answer he gave. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit later, and then Cam Peters. Um, was uh, acquired on Friday. Just whether you want to call it a minor deal or not, it was. Yeah. Now you're getting more players trying to score. Um, they obviously didn't and score much on presence. the weekend, so. Trying to get a dressing room presence too. Yep. No. The Erie Otters. Sure. Let's go to the Erie Otters. It was quiet, but they had a good one. Yeah, they made a deal with Niagara actually. Key and Sopa. I like that yeah. deal for them. Um, I give I give uh, their deadline a B. Niagara, I give them an A. I love their deadline for yeah. You think they won the deadline down the road? That's perfect. Why not? You had to do it. Eventually, you're gonna have to do it. And for Ice Dogs fans, I know it hurts right now. It's gonna sting a lot, right? Your two best players get shipped out. But I mean, Thomas was only gonna be there for a couple more months. Yeah, Thomas wasn't either. And Thomasino would be back. But realistically, if what are you gonna be like next year, right? If you do it now, you just skip a year of rebuilding. In a painful road next yep. year. Well, and they got more from uh, generals for Tomasino than they did from the uh, Pete's for Thomas. Yes, which was might as well do it. Yeah, I, that, it was similar deadline. to the trade for Robertson and Paquette. Obviously, two players from Niagara went to uh, to Kingston. They're not with Kingston anymore, so it tells you the caliber of those players. But um, 
yeah, no, the Erie Otters uh, not doing much. Uh, Key and Sopa, um, and then a move that I think it was the day after they acquired Sopa, they put or they sent uh, Daniel Singer to the Niagara Falls Canucks, another yeah. former Ice Dog. Um, th- whether that surprised many people, I didn't really surprise me because no. Singer had a nice rookie campaign for the Ice Dogs, a solid sophomore campaign, campaign, and then. Uh, you know, there's the allegations of what happened with him in the off season, whether it's true or not. Um, I'm, I don't know. Um, I don't want to read into much about an 18 year old kid, but uh, he is with Niagara Falls, and he will probably never come back to the Erie Otters. So um, they also get a 13th round pick from the Ice Dogs in that Sopa deal. Um, subtractions: 2022 second rounder, 2023 third rounder, and a 2022 eighth rounder. A little bit, but. Yeah, I mean it's a good depth guy for them. He's gonna probably be like their what do you say fifth, sixth forward for the Otters. Probably, yeah, he'll be a second line guy, third yeah. line if it, depending I mean, on what the Erie Otters want to do. Seventh place but, right now, so yeah, they kind of got to win some games. I like that uh, move for them. Get a little bit of depth, help out their dressing room too. Yep, yeah. yeah. Flint. Yeah, let's go to Flint. So you, we ranked uh, Erie. Niagara A, Erie B. Are we gonna go with C for Flint? I don't think so. No. I like B. B. I like. I'm gonna that. go B plus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like Flint's ads. Tyler Tucker and uh, Piercy coming over from like, uh, Barry, and then Quinn Ewell from the Ottawa 67s. Yeah, that's it. I like the Tucker move. He just sticks out to me. I like a physical defenseman who's gonna be in your face all game long. He's gonna kill penalties, and you need that in the playoffs. So I think that's a huge ad for Flint. Well, and it was a question of just who was going to come back, and because it was Evan Veerling wanted to go closer to home, you know. It's, so it's a win-win trade. Um, yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, it's a win-win trade for both teams. Barry has had a tough deadline too, but yeah, they've had a they've out. had a rough couple of years. The Barry Colts, and uh, I think it just it's just a matter of time before Warren Reichel gets you know his systems fully in place. Um, Evan Veerling, obviously a guy who can score, he can put points on the board. Um, to help out a young Barry Colts team, obviously their year was the Svechnikov year. Didn't go anywhere. Yeah, he's gone. You have they to just move need on. to take that step. You know, so, For uh, Flint, though, try commentating their games. Piercy and Pierce. That's a cool one. How many times is it going to be like Piercy to Pierce, Pierce to Piercy? I think the coach would ever do that on purpose if it's a blowout. Oh, for sure. Just to screw with the broadcasters. <laughs> I don't think they screw with them just to have fun. It'll be a fun day. Yeah, it would be. Um... Yeah, so the Flint Firebirds, uh, three additions, one subtraction. They gave up a couple picks, well, a few picks, 2023 second rounder, 2024 second rounder, and a 2021 eighth rounder. So we both have them in the Bs. Yep. Moving on. Barry Colts. The Barry Colts. The team we were just talking about. They made uh, a lot of moves, too. A lot of picks they got, just like Niagara. Same. 13 uh, additions. Those players, Veerling, Tabak from uh, from Sarnia, yeah. and Josh Nelson from the London bring, Knights, he's and Tanner McClure from Guelph. He's just going to bring leadership to their uh, dressing room for the young guys there for the, down the stretch. Well, that's why Barry, they're not going to make any noise in the playoffs. Um, there's no way they're going to win round one. They may take two games at the most, um, but I guess to get fans in the seats, you want a few guys that can actually... Well, put pucks in nets it'd be them um, in Sudbury right now in the first round yeah I don't give uh Barry a good no. chance in that series Byfield's my most interesting player to watch right now in the playoffs well, he has an A now too eh yeah that's they right gave him an A so uh good for him he deserves it I don't know why he didn't start the year with one but oh well what are you gonna do um obviously the subtractions Tyler Tucker Riley Piercy um Matei Picard to the Sudbury Wolves we'll get into that a little bit uh Later, Jason Wilms to the Barry yeah, Colts. Yeah, he's your former captain. Yeah. Your former captain. And he didn't even know he was getting traded. I saw his interview on Saturday when the Knights were in Saginaw. Mm-hmm. When uh, he was saying it was like 10 minutes before the deadline and like he got a text. He, then he, like that's when he found out he was getting traded, but oh, he didn't know he was text. getting traded. It was a phone. It was, I imagine it was a phone call, but yeah. like, he just heard stuff. Yeah. Um, also, Jack York is gone, too. He's a yeah. Kitchener Rangers. I think that was a yeah Peterborough. Said, no Peterborough Peterborough yeah, Peterborough he came from they Kitchener got, to Barry yeah so that's where the Barry Colts stand at what do you give them uh, B minus B minus they hit their picks they're fine 
They just got to hit your picks. Yeah, I'm gonna get, yeah, I'm around B B minus. Um, those are good players they brought in to give them some stability. Uh, Tanner Wickware. Um, we're not a thousand percent sure what they'll give them in net or what he'll give them in net. Uh, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, one, two, three, four, five second rounders they got. So if they hit those. Nice haul. Good. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. All right, moving on. Sarnia staying. Sarnia, Sarnia caught my eye. They didn't have to trade one of their like. Well, they're key guys on the block. They didn't have to trade one of them, and they got a lot of picks. Well, you really thought they would have, like McGregor. Jostling. Um, jostling. When you were talking with uh, someone on Twitter about it. Yeah, uh, I assumed What jostling. they thought Sagnar would do. And that was a huge ad for them, but we'll get to that. But, yeah, I think Sarnia won the deadline for, like, in the West. I think that's huge for them. Well, them and Saginaw. But yeah, I think Sarnia acquiring that many picks for two players that we're expected to get that big of a haul for. Yeah, Jordan Coy, you didn't. He's just thirteen. You know how many different colored pads he has yeah. right now this year. <laughs> that's that a nice collection. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then Anthony Tabak, we just mentioned that uh, they got a twenty twenty second round pick, and that was the only second rounder they got. They got uh, two more thirds in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty four. The twenty twenty four one will probably be gone. Yeah. Um, they got a fourth and uh, two fifths and a conditional third. Sorry. Um, they got a conditional third-round pick for those two guys. Um, obviously, Oshawa needed goaltending help. Uh, McLean he was shipped off. So, and that being said, Jordan Coy played pretty good last night in that Oshawa Peterborough game. Yeah, that was quite the game. Peterborough's a good team, and that was a solid game there. That was a good one. Um, what was I? I had something to say, but I can't remember. Jo- I give, it was about Coy. I can't. <laughs> I give my their, mind wanders. <laughs> I give their trade deadline a B plus. Sorry, I like their deadline. Obviously, it probably hurts. Probably a lot of the fans are upset about them not trading McGregor, jostling. Yep. But, I mean, you got that much for two guys that we're expected to get that much for. So, I mean, that's a great – I think that's a great deadline for them. B+. plus. Well, and when you need goaltending help, what what goalies do you think are what were out there other, other McLean, than Dawes? McLean. Yeah, McLean, McLean. But I didn't even see, like, many goaltending transactions going on before the – Deadline rumors started even swirling around. Like, yeah, Coy, obviously, like he wasn't going anywhere in um, Sarnia. Obviously, their goaltending situation is set for the future. Um, you know, Dawes was really the only other goaltender that I heard was being shot. And that was to like a major team, though, like a contending team. Yeah. You'd think if he gets moved, but. Of all things, and we even off. said before that Jordan Coy would even be a better option in Sudbury. Yeah, for sure. So I, I don't think Perber can do it. And last night he played a heck of a game for uh, Oshawa in his debut. Yeah. So, so that's nice to see. Moving on. The, the London, uh, Knights. London Knights. Yeah. B plus. If if they would have got if they would have gotten a guy like uh Arthur Kaliev, not Kaliev, and a guy like Akil Thomas, it's an A. It's an A plus to me if they get those two guys. They got the defenseman Marcus Phillips. Mm-hmm who I think could be one of the top defensemen down the stretch here in the O once he figures it out, getting back from professional ranks. And uh, Jason Wilms, captain of the former captain of the Barry Colts. I don't mind that. I don't yeah. – getting a depth forward like that for them and a guy that's going to – on the point that can run a power play, he's going to possibly be your number one or two defenseman. I like that. Well, and even many questions that people had about the London Knights uh, – Coming in after the World Juniors, you know, Connor McMichael had been away and they were struggling and it didn't make a difference. Connor McMichael just that goal yesterday. He's good. That he, goal yesterday was filthy. Yeah, that was the fair. legs. Yeah. Um, Try that, you trip. I think London will be all right. I think um, I think know. they'll be in contender in the West. I mean Kitchener are my two yeah. teams to watch out. Saginaw too. Yeah. Well, going into uh going into Tuesday night, Windsor Kitchener number one and two. It's a fun one. In the Western Conference standings, obviously London's not far behind. So, uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting uh, stretch to uh, the beginning to mid of March. Um, they lost five picks and three players, Josh Nelson, um, Avery Winslow, and uh, Cole Timken, who was not traded. He, went to he was cut. And, yeah, he's headed to uh, Money. Li- I mean Caledonia. Yeah, the Caledonia Carveres. Yeah, um, who got rid of Nick McHugh, former Kitchener Ranger, now playing for the Brantford 99ers oh, really? in the uh, OJHL. So, That'll help them. Yeah. It, no, it's just for me, it's odd to see players like that. Like I thought Timken had really good potential. Just never just, really turned out. Yeah, and you, you just see these play. Even Nick McHugh, I thought, could have gone somewhere. And now these guys are playing Junior B and Junior A. It's like, 
What the heck happened? At the end of the day, though, I think with the Temkin thing, it was just a numbers game. They had to make the move. It's a very tough move probably for both sides. I'm sure it was a tough move for the Knights. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they had to do it. And they got a chance to add Phillips and Wilms. Kind of. Yeah. Gotta Those are two key guys where yeah. they'll help you in the playoffs for sure. Uh, moving on to the Guelph Storm, who didn't make his. I give many them a trades. B minus. B minus. I'm gonna Guelph. give them a C plus. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I just. I, I just think, expected more. You know. I think if they were gonna keep, like, they kept Dawes, obviously, um, but you give up Phillips, you think kind of like, oh, not tanking, but they're kind of like, okay, we're not. You know, going is anywhere, that, even though they had a chance. Yeah, like, I thought the, they had a huge chance. Yeah, same. They were first in the conference. Then next thing you know, it went downhill. But I mean, they still got potential to make a little bit of a playoff run. They got Dawes, Hillis, Goglev. Yeah. They don't look bad. I think no. Look at like they're not a team to really take lightly. There is no team in the league to take lightly. But yeah, I think like they're a team that you still have to watch out for in that fifth spot right now. Well, I think if Guelph could have even added, and only one team has ever done this, but uh, they probably had a chance at winning the Mem Cup again, if you yeah. think about it. I think so. You know, if they add a couple guys here and there, um, say they yeah keep Phillips, uh, Tanner Wickware, he wasn't going to make a difference to their lineup. But say Guelph maybe did another thing with Hamilton, you know, just like uh, a year ago with uh, Mackenzie Enwhistle. Yeah. You know, who for knows sure. what Hamilton would have been open to doing. So yeah, for sure. If they were to make a move like that, they'd, they'd go through the roof. Like, yeah. They'd be tough to beat. Yeah, so C-plus from me, B-minus from Colin. Um, we're kind of running out of time here, so we'll try and get Oshawa through things Generals. a little bit. Yeah, the Oshawa Generals. I had a nice dra- or, uh, trade deadline. Yeah, I have them a B-plus, potential A. If they uh, get the Memorial Cup or find their way to win the Memorial Cup, we'll find out next year, but mm-hmm. that could potentially be an A-plus for them. Yeah, Jordan Coy and Ad Stepien and, uh, of course, Tomasino, who scored five points after making the drive from Niagara to Windsor to play that night Yeah, on Thursday. That must have been tough. Yeah, that's a fun night. Yeah. Not the first time a traded player, though, has done that drive. Of course, uh, Josh Hosang, when he was traded from Windsor to Niagara, showed up in the second period really? of a game against the Erie Otters. That's got to be a fun drive. Especially if the weather's bad. That, I know. The weather's bad. That's tough. Well, I was at that game. The worst part about that game, though, Connor McDavid had his first and only fight oh. and broke his hand or really? sprained his hand. Was that whatever. Game? Yeah, that was the game after. Oh, that's tough. I was so looking forward to seeing him before yeah. having to pay then, lots of money. And breaks his hand. I was angry. Hand but, board situation yeah. there wasn't too fun. But that whole saying thing, that, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Oshawa gives up... Uh, Six second rounders in all these trades. Obviously, a lot of them were going to Niagara. Um, and Sarah Noel, obviously Andrew McLean, but uh, Sarah Noel gone to the Kitchener Rangers, and that wasn't really a surprise to you or me. And Holden um, Whale, too, from Sue. Yep. That's an ad. Yep. Um, I give them a B plus Kitchener's deadline. <coughs> I like that deadline. They get the steady defense when the depth defense when they need it, and they get a guy that can put points up. That's huge for the Kitchener Rangers. Uh, Sudbury? Yeah, let's go to Sudbury. I'll give Kitchener a, uh, a B. Yeah. Yeah. They got, they got rid of a lot, which was a little surprising, but that was in the Noel deal. But, uh, um, I don't know what Kitchener's thinking right now. Maybe just a third round appearance or second round. Like that's, I think, the, I think they're I conference final. I think they're conference final. Really? I have them London in the conference final. Oh, wow. You have a good one too. That's, I have Flint and Saginaw. Yeah. All American battle. I think that'd probably be the first one ever. Yeah, I'd have to look, but probably it definitely is. Yeah, we'll put it on Twitter when we find that stat, just to sure. just let everyone know. Um, up north to the Sudbury Wolves, they uh, bring in Picard, Brad Chenier, and uh, Brett Jacklin for yeah. a lot of picks. Shane Balitka and captain Peter for Strauss. captain. We yeah. had a captain for captain move. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was an interesting move uh, Sudbury made with North Bay, and I think they played each other the first game after. There's yeah. a lot of that this year. Yeah, where, they- where someone traded someone and they played their. Old team right away, London Barry. Yeah. Um, wow, we say a lot. That's two. Yeah, two. <laughs> it's all good. But Man. I mean, oh well. I don't mind it. I give them a B plus. I think a goalie would have been a good ad, but yeah, like we've had questions about Perbu for 
God knows how long. But I mean, he, he gets a chance now, great. though. He gets a chance, though, now, right, mm-hmm. to be the guy, and hopefully he can step up and be the guy. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'd, I'd give the Sudbury Wolves a B, B Well, it was nice maybe. that they didn't have to trade their uh, top prospects either. Yeah, yeah that was good It's for always them. nice to avoid that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so now to the North Bay Battalion. Um, they only lost Brad Chenier. Uh, obviously picked up Alitka, and uh, they picked up Christian Stevens as well with a third and an eighth round pick. Yeah, C+. Plus. Yeah. I thought they would have sold more than... Yeah, so did I. Because they could have had a potential I don't think they had much more to sell, to be honest. Yeah. You know, it's... You look it's at North Bay's there. team, there's not many good guys out there. Yeah, it's so. hard to scout there, though, too. It so is. So far. Yeah. It's like Sue. Yeah. I don't think many scouts are making that drive. They're making their teams pay for their flights. Yeah. Because I would not do that drive either. Um, yeah. C. Like... I don't think North Bay's not making the playoffs. Peterborough I think Pete. they're just too far out. Yeah, um, yeah the Peterborough Peets, and uh, they only got two ads. Yeah, two. Uh, Obviously, Akil Thomas York. and Jack York, yeah. Yeah, that's huge. I give them an A, though. I give their deadline an A. I think they desperately needed a guy like Akil Thomas to come into their lineup and mm-hmm. bolster that top line. Now they have two good lines, which is nice to be able to compete with a guy, team like Ottawa. So I think I give them an A. Yeah, and they're obviously giving up their future. Uh, Cam Butler, um, they've given up uh, two seconds, two thirds, two fourths, and uh, and an eighth round pick. So uh, this is this is all in for Peterborough. And they're when we were saying Niagara was looking for a goaltender, we kind of put it out there that uh, Ty Austin might be an option because it's going to yeah. be Hunter Jones down the stretch. Obviously, they need wins from their backup going into the playoffs, but. Uh, Oh, that's a nice one-two punch they have in net without making any deals for uh, for goaltenders. Yeah, I like that. I I like that they didn't have to trade a guy like Avon too or McTavish. Mm-hmm. But Butler's obviously a tough loss. But other than that, they really didn't have to get rid of much. No, yeah, you think about the guys they got. Yeah, it's not a lot. No, and I like that. I think they'll be solid down the stretch here. They had to make a move like that to compete with Ottawa. So yeah, it was a good deadline for them. I give them an A. All right, to the Owen Sound attack. They didn't get any players. Um, they lost Daylon Gruel and a second and a third round pick, but uh, they got a second and a third back and a fourth and a sixth. I don't know. How, how do you grade that? I'd, B minus? Yeah, like, B minus. You know, we don't expect them to make much noise going into the playoffs. You know what? C plus. And then a C plus. Wow. No respect for Owen Sound. Well, I'll prove it. Once a, uh... <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um... To the nation's capital, the Ottawa 67s picked up Daylon Gruel and a uh, eighth rounder gave up three picks and Quinn Ewell. I like it. A little bit quiet for a top contending team, but they didn't really you look at the roster. Do, do they have to do much? Like no, they're going to be a solid team again next year. Yep. I think that they're like the London Knights of the Eastern Conference. Them in Oshawa are those teams that are always pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the moves though. Need guys that can, for like most of the good teams, you just need to add depth, right? Yeah. You already got the skilled guys. To add a guy like that, like those guys can who can come in, give you that option to play like special teams, that, what you're going to need. Yep. That's always a big help. Uh, well, and I still think Ottawa's biggest move was bringing in Joey G, Joseph Greffa. Yeah. Um, that was that, huge. For that, them was their move. The that was their big so, move. Yeah. Yeah, that was their big move. It doesn't really matter when you make the move, right? A lot of yep. teams make it in the summer. Yep. A lot of teams. And that was the biggest move, I think, for them. Yeah, he had tried to go pro um, from the Kitchener Rangers. Obviously, that didn't work out. Uh, so the Ottawa 67s thought, hey, do you want to come try and win a championship? Because probably don't have as good a chance at Kitchener. So um, Ottawa still near the top of the standings. They'll do well in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they basically got that East lockdown. Yeah, yeah so do I. Them and Peterborough, Eastern Conference Final. I'm yeah. going to say it now. Yeah, that's who I got to. Like, yeah. I don't see anybody else yeah, exactly. being them right now. Yep. Uh, back to Michigan, the uh, Saginaw Spirit. Wow. I give him an A+. Plus. I was surprised I, by that deal that's with huge, Barry. Suzuki. Yeah. That's huge. When you look Perfetti, uh, Suzuki, and then Koski there, That'd that's got to nice. be a dream for Koski. First game he comes out and gets three goal, gets a hat trick like that. I know. Like That's got to be a dream, like Dear Diary. Well, I think this was also to counter um, the moves Flint made. You know, yeah. if you're going to go for it and you see your counterparts are making moves, 
make a big splash. And I, I, I want to say this was the, not the blockbuster deal of the trade deadline, but this is in the top three trades for sure this past week. Yeah. Getting Bode Wild to come back. It was huge. Yeah. That's a big one for them. I know. Get your number news, one D back. News about Saginaw, too. Former goaltender Ivan Prosvitov got called up. Yeah. So, so that's big good for him. You. Yeah. He Phoenix, was a good goaltender Arizona. for Saginaw. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Coyotes. Yeah. Especially like the handstand flip thing yeah. after the game. <laughs> I know. Do you imagine Saginaw had him this year? I don't think. Yeah. I think I think they'd have the West locked in the regular season, anyways. But, yeah, for uh, sure. Um, so that's them. And finally, we'll finish with the uh, Sioux Greyhounds, who added a pick, not a significant pick either. It was a fifteenth rounder, and uh, gave up Brett Jacklin. Yeah, they also got a goalie too, Nick Malik from Czech Republic. He yes. is reported. So. Yep. Yeah, he will be right. out. He will be out there soon. I don't know. Maybe it's, I give them a C, B minus. I don't know, like what you think yeah. they can do. They'll like be the seventh or eighth seed. Yeah, you know, them and Sa- Sarnia will fight it out. Yeah. Oh no, no, not Sarnia. Who am I thinking of? Erie. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking honest. of. E- well, actually, all three of them: Erie, yeah, Sue, and Owen Sound. Their... They're all within two yeah. points of each other. So, I, I think know. Owen Sound will end up getting into that eighth spot, but. We'll see. Really? It's gonna be a over ba- Sue. Yeah, that game in hand sticks out to me too. Mm. Yeah, but right, I think right. they got to win that. Though it's only one game. Yeah, but I think uh, Owen sounds too good not to be in the playoffs. I like their speed game transition. They're pretty fast. Yeah, and not saying that Sue's no slouch, but I just think I'd give Owen Sound the nod over Sue right now. Well, that was the trade deadline, ladies and gentlemen. It was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Lots of big names are gone. Thomas to Peterborough. Tomasino to Oshawa. Wilms to London. Phillips to London. You can go on and on. Lots of big moves made. Uh, so that does it for our trade deadline recap. Uh, so overall, one last thing. Overall, who's your team to look out for now going into the officially second half, I think? Peterborough. Peterborough? Yeah. I think the team with the best is Saginaw now. I like Saginaw mm. doing that ad. They're going to compete for that conference final. Oh, they will. It depends no who gets in it. there. It depends who gets into that one seed where you don't have to be the 2-3 yeah. second round. That's yeah. where it's going to be huge. Well, they sit one point behind the Windsor Spitfires for first in the with, division and the conference. Yeah. So. With, oh, no, never mind. Windsor has two games in hand on Saginaw. Oh, true. But Windsor didn't make any moves, so. Yeah. Again, they got the goalie back from World Juniors, which helps a lot. But Xavier Medina played Awesome. Yeah, while he, he played was great. gone. Yeah, he played great. Like you know, when you have a junior C coming in to back you up, you have to be, you have to do well. It just has yeah, to happen. Pressure's on. And yeah, he performed, and that's a huge reason why they're still at the top spot. Yeah. All right. Well, time for a break. That was a lot of talking. Yeah. Um. Coming up next, we'll hear from head coach Billy Burke of the uh, Niagara Ice Dogs as they lost seven to one to the Hamilton Bulldogs this past Thursday. Um, you'll hear his reaction. You'll hear our breakdown of the game and who we have on tap for next week. And then we'll also get into a little bit about the top prospects game. Obviously, we'll have a full recap of it next week, but uh, it's coming to Hamilton this Thursday. So, um, yeah, if you're nearby, get your tickets. Lots of good players are in the game. So it uh, should be a fun day. Uh, you're listening to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Devaney. That's Colin Ward. We'll be right back. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast along with Colin Warren. I'm Reese Dumaney. Time for our feature matchup from last week, Thursday, January 9th. The Hamilton Bulldogs headed down the QEW to the Meridian Center to take on the Niagara Ice Dogs, and uh, it wasn't pretty for Niagara. They lost 7-1 to the Hamilton Bulldogs, uh, getting Kaliev back. Nurse has been on a hot streak since he's come back from injury. Uh, Logan Morrison got a hat trick in the game. Um, Tag Bertuzzi was our player of the game, so we'll get into him uh, in a couple of minutes. But uh, we had a chance to head downstairs and uh, catch head coach Billy Burke's post-game scrum with the media in the Niagara region. So uh, here's a listen. We had a couple questions for him as well. So um, here's head coach Billy Burke. 
Coach, given what's gone on the last few days with all the trades and everything going on, how do you, like, uh, what is your reaction to what has gone on here and what's the mood like amongst the guys in the locker room? We're still here trying to battle and trying to uh, finish out the season strong here. Yeah, well, you know, it was obviously a very uh, emotional week and a very emotional day. Uh, you know, um, this is what it is, you know, for the, the, right now, you know, the heart was kind of removed a little bit from the team and, you know, we were obviously a little, uh, you know, sloppy and, and not very good tonight. Um, you know, I think uh, the uh, emotions of all the guys and everything that, that, that happened, um, you know, certainly played into it a little bit. But saying that, you know, we need to, you know, we need to get an identity for this group. You know, this group needs needs an identity. You know, the, the pass is the pass. The trades are done. You know, it's it's okay. Fine. We want to mope around today like it's a friggin' funeral or something. But, you know, it's not. It's a great opportunity to play in the OHL, and we can be a lot better. We can be a lot better with puck decisions. We can battle harder in the D zone. And we need to be the hardest working team every night. And that needs to be our identity. And, um, yeah, there'll be growing pains for sure but you know if we're battling hard defensively and working as hard as we can then you know I'll be happy most nights. Do you expect guys like Kasselman and Lodnia and those types of guys who are still here who are still top point getters for the team do you expect those guys to kind of elevate and, and become leaders on this team with all the other guys that are that are not here anymore? Yeah they are they are natural leaders uh, you know with Elijah and you know some of the older guys as well uh, and that's you know what I love about these guys they're they're character guys they're they're huge hearts and and you know uh, they're in the right place and we're going to get this thing sorted out there's not a doubt in my mind but you know at the same time you know our older guys can't feel like they have to try to dangle everybody they have to you know do everything every shift or you know it's not going to work like that they have to they have to be on the same page as everybody else and, and you know once we can get everybody on the same page and like i said get our identity you know straight lines pesky hard-working team then you know then we'll be able to start to see some success what do you think of uh, McLean and that tonight I mean obviously I don't think he got a lot of help but uh, how do you think that he looked in his debut for the dogs here tonight yeah you know a couple uh, obviously you know grade eight chances you know not enough battle not enough you know we're standing beside him but it's not good enough you got to get a stick up you got to move him you got to do these little things I help this guy out hasn't played in a while new team you know it's a tough situation for him tough start um, you know, we're certainly not going to, you know, judge him on this one. Uh, you know, we have three very capable goalies here now. Uh, you know, Sprags, Rosie, and 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 uh, Andrew are going to have to going to have to work as a group, and uh, you know, we're going to have to make sure that we're as a team, you know, really helping these guys out. Uh, what do you think Akil's legacy will be as an ice dog, and even Key and Sopa and Phil Thomas, you know, to, to another extent? How, what do you think those guys will be most remembered for their time here and their success here in Niagara? I think you know Sopa's, uh, you know, a gritty, hard-nosed uh, goal scorer. You know, great guy, block his shots, you know, wears his heart on his sleeve. Uh, Tomasino's an electric game breaker, there's no doubt about that. Speed, skill, he's, you know, he's a highlight reel, um, you know, can change a game uh, every time he's on the ice. And and Akil's just, you know, probably the greatest ice dog of all time, you know, to be totally honest. So, uh, uh, great guys, huge parts of this team. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously going to be an adjustment period. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't think we'll snap the fingers and, and be rocking tomorrow night. You know, it's going to take some time. We're going to do everything we can, um, but we got to work with these guys. We got to make sure we're clear and consistent. Um, you know, but those three guys you just mentioned are, uh, you know, going to going to miss those guys. You know, going to miss those guys. Going to be a lot of fun following their careers. Cam Butler, uh, how do you see him fitting into your system? He'll be great. You know, he'll be great too. You know, again, a guy like him. You know, there's Akil. You know, the bench is choked up. Akil's choked up standing ovation and it's like all right cam you know go you know what i mean so real tough spot for him but it just shows his character there wasn't a doubt in his mind he wanted to play tonight he's a nice dog he's he's gonna fit in fantastic he's he's big he can skate forget he's a young guy you know i think he's an older guy he's not he's 17 um but you know very happy with him uh he's got a tremendous ceiling uh butler's size you know thomas thomas you know they had a little bit of size but you look at uh, butler he's pretty tall uh, how much does that add to your lineup going forward uh, this season and in the future too. That's huge. You know, it's uh, you know sometimes it's just physics. You can't move a big guy if you're a small guy. You know, it just it's the way it is, right? But um, no, he's a big guy with skill. He's smart. Um, you know, we're gonna throw him in the fire. We're gonna put him in every situation, and uh, we're just gonna keep going. You know, Lodney has made a shift to center for us. That's an adjustment for him as well. But uh, you know, I believe in, in in our group, and I believe in their character and their insides. And you know, I know uh, we're all gonna we're all gonna write this thing. Yeah, how much do you think it helps Butler being on that top line, make that transition, playing with guys like Lodney and Cass? It should help for sure. It should help for sure. You know, it's always easier to kind of get your first start, first game on the road a little bit. So to come do it, you know, in a great crowd, uh, 
it, it can be intimidating slightly, but uh, no, he, he deserves to be there. Uh, he's got all the tools to be there. You know, he could have had two in the first period, you know. So it's uh, we just got to work on our chemistry. And, and again, the big thing you'll hear from me a lot is identity. Until we get an identity for this team, you know, we're going to be a mess. But, you know, we, we I think we know how to get there. It's just going to take work. That was Niagara Ice Dogs head coach Billy Burke. And there's one word that uh, you took out of that, Colin. Identity. They're right. Once, I mean, when you trade your two best players like that, at the end of the day, it's deflating to the kids. They're just kids, right? So at the end of the day, someone's going to have to step up and sp- speak out here and say, hey, we're going to go out down with a fight and uh, take charge here. Well, and Ivan Lodnia will be that guy because they traded away their captain. And for those who don't know, Ivan Lodnia is the new captain of the Niagara Ice Dogs. Yeah. Um, that was kind of a given when Thomas yeah. Hill was gone too, even though he went before Thomas. Um, you knew someone was going to have to be the new captain. And Ivan Lodney is obviously the guy overager, came back from the Iowa Wild um, just a couple of months ago. So, yeah, and that, that identity is huge. Um, we ran into Jonah Simone after the game, mm-hmm. um, after we uh, had our group chat with Billy Burke. And uh, I, I don't want to say he looked deflated, but, uh, you know, the spirits weren't high around the team. Um, usually most of the players, if you've been to Niagara, um, they come up to the concourse, they sign autographs for kids, you know, take pictures, um, stuff like that. And there was maybe two or three of them that left. Usually it's 10, 12 guys that go up, but there's only two or three maybe. And when we ran it, we ran into Jonah, he was just not, put, again, not pretty put out, he was, disappointed. You know, he was disappointed. And it's a team sad. effort. Yeah. Um, he's like. He asked me too. He's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Hey, man, it happens. It's the OHL. Like, you got a taste of really good hockey last year yeah. in your rookie year. Like, you're not used Jake to you, Birdie. You're not um, used to that. Yeah, no, exactly. And when you come so close to the to your teammates, like you do in the OHL, other than well, you're together all the being time at home. You know, you're billeted with one other player, yeah. depending on where you are. But uh, you're around your team every day." It's like the NHL, except you don't live with your teammates. Um, so, you know, it's tough. And I'm like, Jonah, it's your second year in the league, man. Like, you got three more to go. Yeah. And you know, you're good. You and you, Birdie, are good. You, you're the leadership group in the future. So you just have to keep your hopes up. And I know it's tough now, but, you know, it's well, got to happen. Well, plus in two years, they're going to be a good team. Yeah. They'll be fine. Once they get through this year, get those picks, they hit right, they'll be fine. Give them a couple years, they'll be good. They'll be a contender. When I remember talking with uh, Ice Dogs assistant general manager, um, Brandon Curry, uh, this was last year when uh, Uberti and DeSimone were in their first year, and he said Uberti has a chance to be the next Kirill Maximov. Really? Except I think his skating's better. Kirill wasn't the greatest skater in the world, but uh, yeah, he, that, that stood out to me. And I watched him on Thursday to see if he'd progressed a little bit. His skating had, but his skill just is still, like, he still looks like he's a rookie slash just starting his second year. Yeah. So um, it takes time. It takes time. Yeah. Tough times in Ice Dogs land right now. But uh, Hamilton. We'll to the team that won. Yeah. The Hamilton Bulldogs. Tag Bertuzzi, player of the game. Yeah. Tag Bertuzzi, our player of the game. Uh, two goals for Tag. Just counting his assists right now. It looks like he had one assist. Um, he was not named first star. Obviously, the guy with the hat trick was uh, Logan Morrison. Cali have uh, stood out too. Five yeah. assists. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Tag Bertuzzi, you'd think it's Tyler Bertuzzi. If yeah. He, yeah. If Tyler had a Hamilton jersey on, you'd think they were the same person. I think Tag's hair is a little shorter. But oh, for sure. But they're all, they're both always around the net. Got that gritty attitude there. I love that about a player. Yeah. And uh, he was all over the ice. You know, he was the he was the guy I noticed the most. Same. Um, I was I had a real keen eye on Kaliev, too, because... You know, he's got to get used to not playing with Unique. Um, maybe Misak will help with that. Yeah. Um, he just committed a few days ago. Or was it yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah, so Sunday. He uh, committed to the Bulldogs. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Isaac Nurse got on the scoreboard again for his uh, ninth of the year, and he's only been playing for two, three weeks. Yeah. So that shows you what, the, what kind of guy he is. and. There was questions of whether he'd be dealt or not, and uh, I think Hamilton did it uh, did it right here by keeping the hometown boy. Yeah, for sure. We want him to end his career with the hometown team, too. Yeah. yeah, and he's a, he's a leadership guy, and Hamilton going forward will be good in 
Maybe a year they'll be top four. Yeah, but, pl- uh, possibly this year right now with uh, if they can catch a team like Oshawa yeah. or Sudbury. Yeah, they're close enough where it's like, okay, if they get on a roll, you know, we can start moving forward. But uh, you know, it'll be have to be really interesting. And you mentioned that Zachary Roy's been playing really well of late. Yeah, he stood out to me the other night too. He just made those big saves that you need to make. And against Sarnia too, it was a tough game. But, I mean, he made a lot of big saves for you. And, I mean, they're hot too, Hamilton. But I think their biggest thing was keeping a puck out of their net, and they have been. And yep. Zachary Roy has been one of the key factors to that. Yeah, Hamilton sits in fifth in the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, 39 points, eight behind the Oshawa Generals. Uh, Mississauga's two points behind them with 37. Barry and Niagara are both at 35. They're seven and eight in the Eastern Conference. And like we said before, that'll be probably the bottom four unless Kingston is able to pass Niagara. But that's the only... Uh, thing I see happening around the eighth spot because the North Bay Battalion are only at twenty points, so yeah. they I think I think they're out of it right now. But uh, yeah, the Hamilton Bulldogs are a really interesting team. They'll probably be I'm gonna have them at five or four. That will be their spot. I don't I don't yeah. see them dropping below Mississauga. So they got because Mississauga I don't think is skilled enough. So they got potential to win a playoff round. Yeah, that'd be nice for the city of Hamilton. Yeah, it would, especially with all the arena talk around the arena and yeah. You know, a poll was put out by uh, Martian Mello on TSN 1150. Uh, what would be a better spot for the Bulldogs? Burlington, Brantford, um, Chat was Chatham? No, uh, I don't. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. Uh, one of them was obviously stay in the same spot, or I think the fourth one was the new arena. Yeah. Um, so a couple cities out there that are looking for the Bulldogs. So um, they're on yeah, notice. Situation's interesting. Let's this week's to, featured matchup? Yeah, let's get to this week's featured matchup. Uh, we are going with, Four. on Saturday, 7.05. Yeah. In the place of the square corners. The Peterborough Peets are hosting the Flint Firebirds. Well, that'll be think? fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know these teams only see each other twice a year, but if you want to see a anticipated matchup at this point in the season right after the trade deadline. I think that's one of the ones that stand out right now. Plus the last five years, Flint's record at Peterborough is 0-4. Ooh. Go for that first win. Ooh, go for that old. first. Yeah, go for that first. We just talked about that too before the show. Yeah. But like, go for their first win here. Yeah, no, that'll be a really good game. We'll have our eyes on that. We'll have full coverage of the game. Um, on our Instagram. You know, from puck drop to... Post game, uh, the buzzer, final buzzer. The words just wouldn't come to my mind. Um, yeah, on our Instagram story at the Owen Sixty Podcast, um, we're on Twitter as well at the Owen Sixty Podcast. Uh, yeah, so we got Flint and Peterborough, and right now those are two teams in different conferences, not going in different places, but one is near the top, and, and one is one climbing. Is not the well, one's climbing. Yeah, they're climbing. They made the trades. Yep. We'll start with Peterborough. Um, they'll come into this week, weekend, whatever you want to say, um, uh, with 26 wins, 13 losses, uh, two overtime losses, one shootout loss. I hate they do that. That's stupid. Just put OT lock. Yeah. Um, 55 points. That's eight points ahead of fourth place, Oshawa. Um, actually they're 12 points ahead of Sudbury, but because of another great idea that I think should leave. Yeah. Um, the-, the division leader. Get second or Central Division Sudbury Wolves are ahead. Yeah, but we'll so. see. It'll balance out. It usually does. Yeah, they're also seven points behind the Ottawa Sixty Sevens for uh, for first in the Eastern Conference. Um, but their goal differential isn't big. They give up a lot of goals. They're at uh, one sixty one four and one forty two against yeah, for a third place team. You think it very surprising? Yeah, very surprising too. With like Hunter Jones as your goalie. You yeah. should have been the world junior goalie, but that's over with now. I think it should have been, but yeah, but you know, it's it's Dale Hunter. He does his thing, and they won, so we can't yep. really complain, right? They're just doing their thing. Yeah, um, and even Hunter Jones, I don't think's played played great as of late, especially over the world junior break. I don't think he was awesome. I think he struggled a bit. Yeah, a lot goes through your head though, too. Yeah, and I think they were only missing Robertson. Yeah, Robert. So that's, and, well, they had a couple guys with sickness and suspension, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's going to happen. 
yeah, it'll happen. Uh, Peterborough, they're a good team. Like I said before, they'll probably be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and, and then to the Flint Firebirds, they'll come into this week slash weekend. Uh, 22 wins, 16 losses, one overtime loss. They haven't lost in the shootout. 45 points, and uh, they are minus, minus one. one in the yeah, minus, differential. Minus one, that's surprising. Yeah, with Anthony Popovich in net and Kavalin. Who's a good veteran goalie in the league, Popovich. Yeah, he's got experience, obviously, at the Mem Cup because that was last year. Yeah, so I don't – like, I think that they'll be fine. That'll go up this weekend. Yeah. You have a couple good weekends. They'll climb up in the standings. They just got to get points here, and especially playing an Eastern team where you can go win in a shootout or overtime. Yeah. And that might even be agree. a statement game for them, right? Against Pierre, yeah, a same. team like that, the moves they just made. It's, you know, you're Guelph, and I think London will climb really high. But uh, I think Flint will pass Guelph. So, but hey, you know. they just go in there and say, hey, we bought. We're going all in. Yep. Let's go make a big statement win here in Peterborough on the road. Yep. They're also looking for their first ever, can't really say franchise playoff win because Plymouth won heck of a lot of playoff rounds they were solid uh, but first playoff round win in flint and i think that's why they made the moves too they're going for that uh yeah. first playoff win i've heard fan attendance has been really up at the door too like I that's heard right on fan engagement has been awesome this year that's great you love to see that with yeah. the american teams they don't draw the biggest crowds you look at erie they get fans in the playoffs they fill that building in the playoffs they struggle a little bit in the regular season saginaw flint yeah they Struggle a little bit too, but say even Saginaw last year when they went to the Western Conference Finals, you know how they have those ads on the seats? They yeah. took some of the ads off because they had tickets sold there. That's so, great. You know, it's nice to see more the, the game, um, picking up in the in the states. Yeah, and if it's a Western Conference Final between those two teams, look out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that is our feature matchup for this coming week. Happening on Saturday, January 18th. It's Flint Firebirds taking on the Peterborough Peets at 7.05. You can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at the Owen 60 Podcast. Colin, there were a couple things that stood out to you last weekend, and we're just going to touch on yeah. this quickly because we got to get to the yeah, prospects. For sure. so, but, uh, yeah, you said something um, that uh, stood out to me, too, when you mentioned it. The Kingston Frontenacs winning two games in a row this weekend. That's huge for them. Win the shootout Friday night at home against Owen Sound, 3-2. And then Saturday night, they win 3-1 with a nice goal from uh, Maddox Collins, a local boy for, for, like, he lives around my area. Nice to see him score there. High slots. Weaked one through to make it 2-1. That ended up being the winner. So Yeah, against the Guelph Storm, too. And a cool celly, too. You had a cool celly. Yeah, you got, you went into the glass there. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Good celly. I think that's huge for them to get that win, get two wins in a row. It's nice to see that. And Shane Wright getting the A. Yep. That sticks out to a 15-year-old getting an A. That's nice to see. Uh, he's 16 now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. He's get his driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, against a team like Guelph and, you know, with what Niagara did at the deadline, they're obviously, they were obviously sellers. So, you know, Kingston has a chance after even I said this that, oh, Kingston, North Bay, they're going to be 9-10. Like, it's done. Like, they didn't win a lot. They didn't win a game for a long time. Well, they had to figure it um, out there, too. A young team, they had to figure it out. But, yeah. Kids like Collins, right? They're just figuring their figuring the league out now. Once that they're hitting their stride, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be back to their days when. Oh, they're going to be good. In Paquette, um, Dal Cole. Yeah, no, that, he didn't play for. Was it. Krause on that team? Yeah, Lawson Krause. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Dal Cole played for Oshawa and won a win. Yeah, they're going to be solid. They're going to be like the Erie Otters there, and like McDavid left, but then like Strome to break yeah, still good. Yeah, they're still yeah. good. That's going to be Kingston. They're going to have like three or four years here with the this core they just got. Yep. And they're just going to build off that. Yeah. So watch out, Niagara Ice Dogs. Kingston Frontenacs are coming for you. Only seven points back. Yeah. Um. So that a couple be a big weekends. One. A couple big weekends. Yeah. And you're back in it. Yeah. Exactly. One game at a time. Yep. All right. Time for another quick break. When we come back, the Top Prospects game is in Hamilton on Thursday. We will look at the midseason draft rankings and what players to look for in this game. Obviously, the best talent from the Canadian Hockey League will be at the first Ontario Center. You're listening to the Owen 60 Podcast. We'll be right back. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 Pod. For all the latest updates and news from around the OHL.
Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demani along with Colin Ward, and we only have a couple of minutes here, so we're going to get uh, quickly go over the top prospects game. Uh, I have a player. He is Colin has a player who uh, who we're going to look for for sure to light it up in this game, and you know really help their draft stock. Even though my guy, I think the World Juniors did that very well for him. Yeah, for um, sure. The game takes place this Thursday in Hamilton, Ontario, and. A lot of guys from the O in this game. Obviously, Oliver Suni can't play due to injury, so Luke Evangelista takes his spot. Which That's our effect. Is That's our effect. Very happy about. Yep. Um, so we'll start with your player um, from Ottawa. Yeah, Marco Rossi. He's currently ranked fifth in the new uh, rankings. He's a 5'9 skilled center. He has 74 points in 32 games. So I feel like this is his first time, like, a chance to be on the national like stage here, right? Not a world junior invite. And I just think 74 points in 32 games, like you got to take a look at him for the NHL. And I feel like he's the most intriguing prospect going into the game. Yeah. And where Ottawa's at, it was huge to have him last year for that run to the OHL final. Yeah. For experience, him yeah. and Jack Quinn. As a rookie, like that's awesome. Yeah. And they got two big prospects there, Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. They really do. And, you think about some teams where, oh, if we get into the playoffs, you know, our rookies get experience, but they got experience for four rounds. I'm so. telling you, they're the new Eastern Conference London Knights. Just constantly, year after year, they're going to produce first-round picks now. Two this year. It's too bad they can't change their name to the Knights. Yeah. Don't they have that trademarked? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's why it's the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, not I heard that. that. Vegas I wasn't sure Knights. if it was true or not. Yeah. All right. And yours is interesting, too. I like yours. Yeah, Jamie Drysdale's my guy. And, um, you know, he wasn't obviously ranked third before the World Juniors. He's ranked third now, right behind Quinton Byfield. Actually, he's between Byfield and Perfetti. Just huge. Uh, this year for the Erie Otters, as an assistant captain, seven goals and 28 assists. 28 wow. assists. And he's plus five. He's solid. And he was captain of Canada Black at the U-17s last year as well, where he recorded four assists in five games. And we were talking about it in, at the break. That game against Finland. That was huge for his draft stock. He won 5-0 when uh, Byram. Byram went out. Yeah, Bowen Byram was sick. So uh, Drysdale got to yeah. step up here into a regular defensive role in the top six, and he performed greatly. So I feel like that's huge for him. Yeah, in his development here. Well, on that one, that on that goal, you look at the play, and we talked about this on last week. Uh, you know, many defensemen put that puck on net. He saw open ice. He took it. The Russians didn't go after him, and he fired it far side on uh, the Russians, the Finns, and he fired it far side on the goaltender um, for his first goal of the tournament. So, um, Jamie Drysdale's my guy, and I like that pick. That's solid. Other standouts from the OHL, Quinton Byfield's ranked second, like I mentioned, Perfetti four, Rossi five, uh, Jack Quinn number nine. Whose draft stocks came up so much. Yeah, him he's and had Rossi a heck of, nice He's had a great year. year. Yeah, he's had a great year for Ottawa. They're uh, going to be solid next year. Jacob Perot of the Sarnia Sting, he's 17. And then you got the duo from the Windsor Spitfires, John-Luke Foody and Will Cooley. Uh, Ryan Another duo. Another duo in Sioux. Yeah. Right after that. That's On cool. different teams. Yeah. They're uh, red and white because there's no cherry and no ore anymore. Yeah, so it's just red and so, white. Whatever. I don't care. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. Um, Ryan O'Rourke, number 32 of the Sioux Greyhounds. Yarmir Pitlick, uh, number 38, also of the Greyhounds. Then you got Strongest from the Knights at 39. Forrester at 41 from the Colts. Um, obviously, our, like I mentioned, Oliver Suni, 45, not playing in the game. Brandon Coe, number 47. Luke Evangelista, 58. Hey, that's our and, effect. Uh, yeah. That's and, our effect. Uh, Donovan Sabrengo, 59. Those are all guys playing in the top prospects game. Um, Ty Tulio has moved up to 54 from the Oshawa Generals, as well as Tanner Dickinson from the Sioux Greyhounds. So. And that's uh, a duo in Oshawa that we were mentioning. It was obviously a forward and defenseman, but uh, Ty Tulio and Leighton Moore. Leighton Moore is um, not on here. No. Um, which sucks for him. Hey, yeah, I mean, I you were high on him last year. Yeah, you didn't want Niagara to really trade him, yeah. but got to do what you got to do. Um, and then the one goaltender who's also playing in the game, Nico Dawes, obviously, of the Guelph Storm. Yeah, who was passed on in the draft. Yep. Last year. Well, and you're not going to take a guy that played backup. No. Well, unless uh, Vegas, Vegas did. Golden Knights yeah. And you take Jordan Coy. 
but yeah. whatever. It happens. <laughs> There's potential. Yeah. Potential. This Oshawa move for him's huge. Yeah. Well, that was a fun show. Yeah. Great trade deadline. Yeah. It's a fun tempo to start the show. I yeah. like that. And despite it being a 7-1 game, we got a lot of out of it. From yeah, the, uh, solo lap. Um, yeah. So this was episode four of the Owen 60 podcast. Remember, our feature game of this week comes on Saturday, January 18th. It's the Flint Firebirds visiting the Peterborough Peets. Going to be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be really good. Hunter Jones, Anthony Popovich in net. Flint. Uh, probably be the goaltending match, Flint. I think. Flint going for their first win in Peterborough in yep. five years. So. They're 0-4. So. One and four. I'm taking Flint. <laughs> I would take Peterborough, but All right. that's because I think Akil Thomas is a stud. Yeah. Um, yeah, so follow our Instagram and Twitter at the Own 60 Podcast. Uh, episode four in the books. Remember, new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes and SoundCloud. Hoping Spotify Gotta figure that comes out. along. Yeah. Yeah. It, they're taking their time. Oh, well. Yeah. It's on them. What are you going to do? Good show, though, Reese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fun. For Colin Warren, I'm Reese Dumaney. You're listening to the Owen 60 Podcast. Mm-hmm.